Chapter 11 And with that remark, the Doctor and Moira were gone. Witnessing for myself the Doctor's remarkable machine whiz and groan its way out of existence. I laughed at the thought that my impossible story travelling time and space had been rendered impossible to prove it altogether. And so, dear reader, my journey home was at an end. I could tell you of life in London the years since, and of finding my mother again, but I fear that after my tales of the future, men from Mars, and the wondrous doctor himself, it will seem rather anticlimactic. There is but one last incident I wish to tell you about. In the summer of 1807, I was walking home across London Bridge when a stranger approached. Excuse me, my good fellow. Yes, you there. He was a well-dressed man of means, yet clearly not a follower of fashion. Most many men would have worn a wig to cover that boldness. He asked me the time. The time, sir? I believe it's just after midnight. Midnight, you say? Ha! An excellent time. One of my favourites. Nine o'clock is good as well, of course, but for very different reasons. Three o'clock sounds good, but two o'clock is much better. You should write that down. Can you write? If not for the way he was dressed, I would have taken him for a poor unfortunate released from bedroom too soon. As I tried to get away, he grabbed my arm. Hold on. This is familiar. Where are we? You're standing on London Bridge, sir. London Bridge? I'm certain of it. Of course it is. I apologise. I was getting confused. It's just I was thinking of another London Bridge. Of course, that got bought by this American fellow and moved brick by brick to Arizona. But is it still London Bridge? That's the question. Then the one after that, well, well that's a whole other story. London Bridge is falling down, falling down, falling down. London Bridge is falling down. Or is it broken down? Still, everything breaks given time. You know all about time, don't you, Charlie? As he spoke, my blood ran cold. He knew my name and hinted at events I had not told a living soul about since my return. Who was this man? Our eyes met, and I could have sworn, against all reason, that I was staring into the eyes of an old acquaintance. A friend from whom I had no secrets. I could not speak. Time can do wondrous things, Charlie. Anything can be accomplished, given enough of it. And yet, it still has a habit of running out. All the planning in the world is not enough sometimes. Did you say you could write? A little, that is. I am learning. Excellent. That's the best form of time travel for many of us. We can read the lives of people long since dead and speak to those not yet born. Perhaps that is all any of us can leave in the end. Words. All we can do is make them good ones. We are happy here, Charlie? No, don't answer that. It's you, isn't it? I don't understand. Where's Moira? What happened to you? I can't stay. Time is running out. Carly needs me. Carly, sir? Yes, yes, Carly Jacobs. Don't you listen? It's good to see you again, Charlie. Don't forget two o'clock. It's very important she knows that. And just like that, he was gone.
can. And where are you going in such a hurry, Miss Hamilton? I'm sorry, Miss Cook. It's just that I'm running late. Lessons start on the hour, you know. Yes, Mrs. Cook. And you have been at this school long enough to have worked out how long it takes to travel to your class, haven't you? Yes, Mrs. Cook. In that case, there's no excuse for your lateness, is there? You should have an understanding of mathematics at this point in your life. Simply deduct your travel time from the time your lesson begins. And that should be the time you leave your house. It won't happen again, I promise. See that it doesn't. Now come along. Stop dilly-dallying. Good morning, class. Good morning, Mrs. Hamilton. Settle down, everyone. Back to your seats. Turn that off and give it to me, Sarah. It's not break time. Hope everyone has done the homework on Hans Christian Andersen that was set last week. And I'm talking now, Carly, so you can stop doodling. See me after class, Miss Jacobs. Everyone have a good weekend. And don't forget to email me your rough drafts of the first essay on Wednesday at the latest. Carly? You'll want your notebook back, won't you? Yes, Miss Hamilton. I have nothing against your artistic endeavors, Carly, but please try to refrain from expressing yourself while the teacher is talking. Sorry, miss. A blue police telephone box. It's a very unusual thing to find a girl of your age doodling, or even my age come to that. Have you ever seen one before? Yes, I suppose I must have done. In a book? Yeah, that must have been it. I see. Well, here you go. Don't let me make you late for your next class. Thank you, miss. It's me. We need to talk. Carly, is that you, love? Yeah. You all right, Becca? No, it's all gone wrong. Have you seen my phone? Where did you last see it? Don't know. Thought I had it when I came back. Can you ring it? Can you hear anything? I think it might be on silent. Maybe I dropped it on the way home. What time is it? Half seven. Oh, I meant to meet Andrew soon. What if he's already on his way here? I don't know if he's changed his mind. He hasn't updated his status since lunchtime. Are you out tonight or are you home for the weekend? No, no, of course you're not. I'm sorry about that. It's okay. You know I didn't mean anything by it, don't you? I just didn't think. Don't worry about it, really. Well, once we've had something to eat, I should be meeting the girl somewhere in town. I could text you when we know where. I think I'll just go to bed. And I don't have much money. I'll buy you some, don't worry, love. They've already got a bottle in the fridge. Susie had to get it. They still won't serve me in the spa. But you can put it in your handbag and meet us out. We'll take it out to the toilets and it'll save us loads. Just keep buying the mixers. Where is this phone? So, are you coming? I'll think about it. I need to go out and retrace my steps. Where are my keys? Ah, here they are. Back in a minute. Oh, and if Andrew gets here, please just let him in. Tell him I'll be back in a minute. Don't steal him. <sighs> Still don't take sugar with your tea? No. You haven't changed in all the years I've known you. 
I'd have thought Serena would have gotten you to relax by now. Chris? Yes, please. I don't know, Dara. There could be a perfectly reasonable explanation for it. Mark, believe me, an interest in old police telephone boxes isn't a popular hobby. Besides, she went very quiet when I mentioned it. I think she was hiding something. Hiding something? Of course she was hiding something. You're a teacher. That's just it. If she has met him, she might be too scared to say anything. We all know how good it is to have someone to talk to after experiencing the doctor. We should go and tell her it's okay to tell us about her experience. We're not going to think she's crazy. But if you're wrong, she might think that about us. Dara, the doctor can go anywhere in time and space. What are the chances of you just bumping into someone who knows him? It's not that ridiculous, Mark. After all, it's how you and Dara met me. Mark, she's met the doctor. I can see it in her eyes. At her age, I would have been exactly the same way. In fact, I was. We have to speak to her. Confront her. It can speak to her, Dara, but we... We can't make her talk to us. If she doesn't want to talk about the doctor, then that's her choice. We have to respect that. I agree. He suspected me all those years ago because I knew an awful lot about things I shouldn't have done. At this girl... What is her name? Carly. Carly? That's right. Carly Jacobs. If she has met the doctor, she'll say something. It's hard not to. I just worry about her. It can be very difficult returning to a normal life after having been with him. We should go and talk to her. Tonight. Does she live on campus? I think so. Where? Becca, did you have any luck finding it? Excuse me. Oh, hello? Can I help you? Well, I don't think I'll be stealing him, Becca. He's too old and possibly mad. Can I help you? Must be one somewhere. Honestly, students today, you can never find anything. What are you looking for? Can't explain. It's an emergency. Do you live here on your own, Carly, or did someone help you make all this mess? Have we met? I think so. I hope so. Carly Jacobs, isn't it? Oh, that's right. Look at you. Last time you saw me, you were... Well, let me think. Student flat. You're... 18, just starting university. Eight years, would you say? What year is it now? It can't be. Aha! Fridge! Of course! Obvious. Ah, excellent. Just what we need. Doctor? What happened to you? What do you mean? Do you have a coat hanger anywhere? Look, I, I don't mean to be rude, but last time I saw you, you were... you were an old man. Was I? Oh, yes, so I was. Sorry, I've been around for a while. It all tends to blur together at this point. You'll understand one day. So you can change? Every so often... When I have to, every cell in my body repairs itself. Starts again from scratch. Just an old trick, nothing to be scared of. All Time Lords can do this? Yes, they can. Then how do I know you're not the master? Carly, put the saucepan down. Stay back. Carly, look at me. Look at my eyes, it's me. Doctor, I never thought I'd see you again. We can catch up later. Right now, I need your help. Is this bottle yours? It's Becca's, my flatmate. Was she planning on saving the world with it? 
<laughs> I don't think so. Then we can buy her another one. Right. Got the fuel. Just need to add some sugar. Probably should have used a funnel. We can clear it up later. Now, I need a battery and a coat hanger. A metal one. Don't just stand there. Go! Found a coat hanger. Who's that? Hi, is Becca in? You must be Andrew. Don't just stand there. Help me find a battery. A what? Where do we keep the batteries? Do we have batteries? What do you need them for? Remote control not working. Remote control. Got them. Perfect. Now, you two, cover your eyes. Huh? Oh, what was that flash? Energy signal! Letting them know it's okay to land here! Letting who know? Window! Any second now? Wow, look at that! Stop! Is that a plane? Come on, pick up the signal! Like in trouble! Doctor, are they alright? Just a bit of engine trouble. It's going down. Look, they're in the woods. Have they crashed? It wasn't the smoothest landing, I'll grant you that. But they should be fine. I'd better go and investigate. What are you looking for now? Telephone. Telephone. Ah, perfect. One down the back of the sofa here. Can I borrow this? That's Becca's phone. She was looking everywhere for that. Not everywhere, clearly. Or she would have found it, wouldn't she? I don't think she was planning on saving the world with it, if that's what you're worried about. Neither am I. But it would come in handy if I could access the... Ah, here we are. Military database. You can do that with a phone? I can. You can't, but I can. Don't try it. Right now I'm... Hold on. Yes, I'm the second best in the world at this. There's a man in Australia who's slightly better, I must admit. Still, I'm in the unit's secure network in under 20 seconds, so not bad. Hmm, looks like they were tracking the craft as soon as it entered Earth's airspace. There's a pickup team already en route. Hmm, I should go. You're leaving via the window? What's wrong with the door? I came in through the door. It's only one story. See you soon, Carly. Oh, and if anyone asks, anyone at all, I wasn't here. Take care. <laughs> Becca said you were weird. I suppose I am. Was that your dad? No, it wasn't. My parents are dead, if you want to know the truth. Oh, sorry. Can I go home now? Hello, Carly. We were just about to knock. Uh, Miss Hamilton? Not interrupting anything, are we? No, he was just leaving. Can I help you? We'd like to talk to you, Carly. About the doctor. Doctor? I'm not ill, am I? Don't play games with us. My flatmate is sleeping. Can't we talk after class next week? Miss Jacobs, do you honestly think we would visit you at this hour if it wasn't important? Mark, you're scaring her! We'll buy you a drink, Carly. You're not in any trouble. We just want to talk to you. Okay. One drink. But I can't be out too long. I've got revision to do. Greyhound 6 to Trap 1. We have a visual on the target. Over. Approach with caution, Greyhound 6. Do you recognize the vessel? Over. No, sir. Looks like nothing in the manual. Can you see anything inside, Private? No. Looks like if there was anyone inside, they bailed out or fled after impact. Hold on. What is it? Blood trails. Leading south. 
away from the wreckage. We'll see where they go. Might be a survivor. This is Greyhound 6. We are currently following a blood trail away from the wreckage. Request... What the... Who's that? Ah! Drop one! Request backup! We need... So you were 10 years old, and you haven't seen him since? No. What did he look like? He was old. How old? He looked about 80. He had a white beard and spectacles, I think. It was a long time ago. Doesn't sound like our doctors, Mark. Ring any bells, Christine? It doesn't sound like any incarnation of the doctor I traveled with. Must be long after our times. Or long before. True. Did you ever go inside the TARDIS, Carly? The blue box? No. It's amazing. I know it looks small, but inside it's... it's infinite. And it can go anywhere in the universe. You wouldn't believe the places we've been to, the things we've seen. And it travels in time. I might look old to you, Carly, but in some ways I'm much, much younger. Marky won't be born for another 300 years. Carly, this tricorder's technology from the 24th century. I was born there. I traveled with the doctor when I was, well, let's just say a younger man. We all traveled with him. When I first met the doctor, I was a student at the Canterbury School for Girls, just like you. I saw the doctor change his face. Did he tell you he could do that? No. Can he? When we first met him, he had curly brown hair and a mad grin. Do you remember, Mark? And then he changed. He was tall and thin, like an overgrown child. <laughs> I don't know how long I was with the doctor. It was hard to keep track of time in the TARDIS. But when he dropped me off, it was only two days after I'd left. So you're even older than you look, then. What about you? Christine, is it? Are you from the future, too? I, um... That is... Christine was born in the 13th century, Carly. <laughs> really? Carly, this isn't a joke. What am I supposed to be, impressed by you people? We're just offering our help. We know how meeting the doctor changes you. It's good to have someone to talk to about it. Traveling through time and space can be amazing. It can be so hard to go back to a normal life afterwards. Then why did you? Why did we what? Go back to a normal life. If traveling with the doctor is so great, why would you ever leave? Because people change, Carly. We meet other people. And move on with what we want from life. Nobody travels forever. Sooner or later, you would want to have somewhere you can call home. And someone you can call family. And when that time comes, the doctor lets us go. Isn't that nice of him? Can't you see what's right in front of your face? What is that? He got bored of you. Now listen here, miss. Excuse me. Colonel Triad. Understood. Yes. Send the location to my GPS. I'll be there ASAP. I've got to go. Units are in the middle of an operation nearby and they need all the manpower they can get. I'm sorry. Good luck, Mark. It's probably nothing. I'll catch up with you later. Take care, you two. Miss Jacobs. What's unit? That's two units confirmed down at the crash site. Is anyone receiving me? Is the crash light secure? Over. This is Colonel Triad. I'm currently en route to the RV point. Who is the ranking officer? Over. 
I think when you get there, it'll be you, Colonel. Over. All up to you now, Mark. What's the situation? Over. We have one crashed object, two units down, at least one hostile in the area. No current visuals on the hostile. Over. So, it's still out there somewhere. I don't mean to be rude, but I really don't need your help. It all happened when I was ten. I've come to terms with it. I just want to be left alone. Dara, I see girls that call you at my orphanage every day. They don't need or want our advice on how to live their lives. But that's the hard thing about knowing the doctor. There's never an enclosure. He's always out there, somewhere in time and space. The TARDIS could appear right now in front of us, and the doctor could step out. And for him, it could be mere minutes after we'd said goodbye. I know how bad he is at steering that ship of his. Sometimes I think he'll have changed his mind and come back for me. But he'll get it wrong and appear now. It's silly, I know. The doctor did speak of you, Dara. He did not forget you. Is this why you wanted to talk to me? To find out what the doctor has been doing since he left you all behind? What was that? No. <laughs> Follow me. Run. Colonel Triad, strategy and defense. What's the situation? Sergeant McIntosh, so we've lost two men already. We're waiting for reinforcements. We don't have time to wait, Sergeant. We need to find this creature ASAP. There's a school just the other side of these woods. Whatever this thing is, it isn't friendly. We have to act now for the sake of the local civilians. That's the priority here. Sir, we're under orders to take this creature alive. That's a standing order, but it doesn't override our responsibilities to keep the local population safe. I don't think you understand, sir. We're under very specific instructions. Our number one priority is to take the occupants of this craft alive. All other considerations are secondary. All other considerations? Who gave that order? I want to speak to them. Carly, did you have any luck finding my phone? Sorry I was so long, love. I ended up at Kim's and she had a chocolate fondue on the go. Did you know the door was open? Carly? What's that noise? Apologies, sir. That operation in Canterbury. The ranking officer wants to speak to you. General Townsend? Colonel Triad, sir. Triad? What are you doing there? This isn't your area of operation. I was in the vicinity and was called in, sir. I wasn't at the briefing, but the men here seem to be under the impression that the subject is to be taken alive at any cost. That's correct. Sir, we've already lost two men. They've been ripped apart. And we're dangerously close to a school campus. I'm asking permission to use lethal force if necessary to protect the population. Denied. Sir, the threat to the civilians... Is an acknowledged risk, Colonel. Look, these instructions come straight from the Prime Minister himself. Now follow your orders. Listen to him, Mark. Oh, if only you could hear me. Understood, sir. Over and out. Carly? I'm a little busy. There's something chasing us. Oh, no. Uh, where are you? A house on campus. It belongs to my teacher, Dara Hamilton. Dara, of course. What's chasing you? What does it look like? It's huge, like a werewolf without hair. Hurry up, it's going to kill us. Carly, help us! Hurry up! 
Was that the police? Sort of. Miss Hamilton, I haven't been entirely honest. Well, we could talk later, Carly. He's smashing the door to bits. It's gonna kill us! We can't stay here. This way. Cellar. Door open? Of course, I should have known the signal. Hello? Anyone there? Don't go, Dad, don't go. I'll be good, I'll be good. Ah, you must be Carly's flatmate. I think this phone is yours. Don't worry, everything is going to be fine. Trust me. Hello? How are you then? What is it? There must be somewhere we can fight back. It's gonna kill us all! Come on, Doctor. Who's there? Dara? It's Mark. Carly, Christine, help me get this barricade down. What has happened? Where have the creatures gone? You're safe. My squad tracked the creature here. What was that thing? Is it dead? No, my men took it down with tranquilizer darts. Dara, there's something going on here. These soldiers were under explicit instructions not to let this creature come to any harm. Someone knew it was coming tonight. Instructions? From who? You're not going to believe this. Sir, I think it's waking up. We can't contain it. Ah! Shoot it! Shoot! It's no good, sir. Everyone, get behind me. Don't be scared. I know what happened. You've traveled a long way to be here today, haven't you? From another universe, in fact. Just trying to find somewhere to live. Look, this planet isn't hostile. You don't have to be scared. Your bodyguard is attacking people. Did you know that? Call it off, please. Some people are on their way to pick you up. Don't be scared of them. Just sit tight and everything will be fine. Call it off, please. Cease fire! Did we hit it? What happened? It just stopped, sir. Where are those reinforcements? Nothing had changed before it decides to attack again. And tell them we have people injured here. Are you girls okay? I think so. Christine? I'm fine. Where's Carly? She was here a moment ago. I think she was quite shaken up. Probably ran home. Mark, why is she so important? What's that? When you learned who she was, you insisted we track her down. But she's only met the doctor once. She never traveled with him. She doesn't need our help. Dara, have you ever heard of the Hawkins Diary? The what? Come in. All clear, ma'am. You don't have to point that thing at us, Private. Our friend is quite harmless. Doctor, I might have known I'd find you in the middle of this mess. Robbie! Of course, one of the UK's top alien experts. Should have known they'd ask for your help in this. I don't think I could be called an expert with you in the room. Let's be fair. No, I suppose not. Humor me, Doctor. Very well. They're called the Jihadi. This fellow is one of their ambassadors. You might feel a little strange when you get near him, Robbie. Just 
focus. It can't hurt you. What do you mean? What? No! It wasn't my fault! I didn't know what they were going to do to him! Come here, Robbie. Come here. Step away from him. It's a low-level telepathic field. He can't help it. It can be very potent if you're not expecting it. It tends to make your brain dig out bad memories. How come it isn't affecting you? Who says it isn't? The other team didn't report anything like this? Other team? Oh, yes, the Bucky. No, they're just a bodyguard. Genetically engineered guard dogs. Brutal things, but they're completely under their master's control. It should be docile now. If you could escort the... ambassador? That's right. Escort the ambassador downstairs, Private. Yes, ma'am. This girl lives here? Please, miss, I don't know what's going on. Are, are you the police? Could you fetch me a glass of water, Doctor? Of course. What's your name, miss? Becca. I'm just going to give you a little something to calm you down, Becca. There you are. Thank you. What was that thing? It looked like... <sighs> She's fine. Won't remember a thing. I must confess, Robbie. I'm surprised to see you here. Not that it isn't a pleasure. It was last minute. I think the Prime Minister is still punishing me for daring to stand up to him all those years ago. Anything UFO-related comes up, he seems to take great delight in having Robin Peterson woken up at three in the morning and sent to interview people in the middle of nowhere. I think he makes half of them up. And how's our little project going? Still just two so far. Not causing any trouble, I hope. No. It just feels odd, seeing you again. And there's still no sign of, well, you. The older you, I mean. Or the younger you. Hard to keep track. Yes, well, I was very stubborn back then, if I recall. Don't worry, I have a plan. Doctor, I never thought to ask. I mean, I know it was a long time ago for you. But when you left me, what did you do? Oh, this and that. Traveled around a bit. Met the odd old enemy or two. Do you know, for a while, I even retired. Doctor? I say, Doctor? Who is that? There you are. Whatever is the matter, my dear? We've looked everywhere for you. Well, clearly not everywhere. Or you would have found me before now, wouldn't you think? The bellboy was sure you were in your room. And we were knocking for simply ages. I'm afraid I left at the crack of dawn, my dear Florence. I'm so sorry if I've caused you worry. It's just my cousin. She's taken a bit of a funny turn after breakfast. It's probably nothing, but if you could just take a look at her... Of course, of course. Back at the hotel, is she? Yes, yes. She's in her room. I'm worried it's a stroke. But maybe I'm just thinking that because it said in the papers that Stalin had one. Oh... I don't know. I'm so sorry for troubling you, Doctor. I know you've said you're retired. Oh, it's quite all right. Although I must point out, I'm not strictly a doctor of medicine, but I have picked up a little here and there. And what were you a doctor of, exactly? Something well paid, no doubt. Enough to afford to retire to a five-star hotel in the Hawaiian territories, at least. What is it you used to do? I never had a career, if that's what you mean. I used to travel, explore. 
try to make a difference. But there comes a time, my dear, when you realize that the universe, um, <clears throat> that is, the world, can get along perfectly well without you. My days of traveling are over, Florence. It's high time I enjoyed some peace and quiet. <laughs> What's so funny, Doctor? I'm just remembering how I was when we parted company. How oh, so naive. Peace and quiet, that's all I wanted. If only I knew. What happened then? Then everything changed. Forever. <laughs>